Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Good day. Welcome back. We are glad you are on board. Bill Michael Show continues on on this uh, Black Friday. Hopefully you're enjoying yourself. And uh, if you are out and about, if you're, you know, standing in line someplace or waiting to get in, uh, thanks for listening to us on probably the radio.com app. Otherwise, we're just getting you ready for the Packers. And uh, we're also getting you ready for the Bears coming up on Sunday night. Sunday night football, Lambeau Field. Packers looking for their eighth win of the season. And uh, now we want to get uh, into some of the – some of the keys that need to happen for the Packers to get this win. Uh, we'll talk with Ryan. What did the Green Bay Press Gazette bring him in? Now let's do it. Ryan, how you doing today? Hey, doing well, Bill. Hope you had a happy Thanksgiving. Had a good one. Had a really good one. Although it was too absolutely. Should de- should we start a petition to say the Detroit Lions, until they get to at least nine wins in a season, are not allowed on Thanksgiving Day anymore? It's brutal, isn't it? I mean, It's, it's terrible. <laughs> It's awful. You know, it was okay, like in the '90s when they had Barry Sanders, and that he was fun to watch. But and then even last decade when they they had they had Megatron. My goodness, there's just nothing good to watch there. No, terrible. It's it's they shouldn't even be allowed on prime time anymore, without a doubt. Hey, uh, the the Packers in prime time coming up on Sunday night, looking to kind of get back into the winning track. So let's first and foremost foremost talk about the weapons because Devontae Adams has the ankle. Marquez Valdez scaling with the Achilles. Equinemia St. Brown ailing as well. I mean, who's he throwing to this weekend? Is, are they going to play? Do we know, or uh, is it more likely one is going to sit out versus the other? Sounds like they're going to be okay. Um, you know, Marquez Valdez Cantley did finish. Devontae Adams got 100 yards on that same ankle last week. Uh, Alan Lazard, we'll, we'll have to see how much his, his workload increases uh, because they obviously were cautious with him going in, and um, I imagine that they're going to incrementally increase his snaps. Uh, but as a whole, yeah, the, the, the skills, and, and then Corey Lindsley as well, uh, it sounds like they're, they're on track to play. Um, and, and Corey Lindsley is awfully important against this Bears defensive front because as good as Elton Jenkins did in, in filling in for Corey Lindsley, and 
Matt LaFleur said he's never been around an offensive lineman like Elton Jenkins who, who can play all five spots. I mean, that, that's just it's, it's unheard of. Uh, at the end of the day, Corey Lindsley is, is the veteran leader. He, he is the guy who is in charge of making those checks and calls for the offensive line and against this Bears defensive front that can give you a lot of problems. It's going to be very important to have Corey Lindsley on the field. So, uh, and I completely agree with you. Now the big question is, let's just say they do have to run the ball more often than not. This is a good front that the Bears bring to the table. I mean, that's, again, I'm sitting here watching the big matchup is going to be keeping the pass rush, keeping the ability to run the football against this good Bears defense. As much as I can say the Packers defense should have their way with or at least uh, a better time with uh, a Mitch Trubisky, who's not a good quarterback to begin with, but I'm going to be watching the trenches in this one when it comes to the Packers offensive front against the Bears defensive front. Is that the matchup to pay attention to? It's a big matchup. And, you know, as much as these, these short, quick passes can be an extension of the run game, it just seems like a, an opportune week to, to, to do that, that, to have Robert Tunyon catch these, these five-yard outs that, they, that can keep the chains moving and keep you on schedule because it's going to be tough sledding in the trenches against this Bears defensive front. On, on the ground, there's just not going to be a lot of openings there, but the way that Aaron Rodgers has played, how quick his release has been this year, and the fact that they've got some weapons underneath that, you know, mentioned Tunyon and, and Jay Sternberger could be a big week for him. Um, just it, it might not pop off the stat sheet, but just these, these small dink and dunks to, to, to get your offense on schedule with the down and distance, uh, it, it could be a good week for that. And obviously, the running backs out the backfield are, are good receivers in, in the shallow passing game as well. So, um, you know, I, I, I do wonder if that will be an extension of the run game this week and, and just have Matt LaFleur be creative in, in the way that, that he keeps on schedule with the down and distance. I um, wanted to also ask you about the run game. Um, you know, Aaron Jones, obviously you've got to Jamal Williams. Um, A.J. Dillon, the, not using him a whole lot, and, and we talked about the trust factor and all of that. Do you anticipate him getting more – opportunities here down the stretch or is is what we're witnessing right now with aj Dillon about all he's going to get well you know he he is on the COVID 19 list still so that's that's a big part of it but you know it, it, as a whole it, it just if it, you know a, a, a new running back it's 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 kind of like uh you know new, new tires you know if, if you can limit the mileage uh and you have another option you might as well do that and they've got multiple options in in the backfield with Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, who might be the best one-two punch of any running back tandem in the league. Um, if I, I think it's more about uh, as a whole the, the, the lack of snaps for AJ Dillon the, this year is just if, if you've got Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams and their future with you past this season is uncertain, and AJ Dillon is a a big part of your future coming up in, in the run game you might as well limit the mileage and that's what they've done you know and and running back is one of those positions that is easier to transition to the league than than most so it's not like they need to get him a lot of snaps to to get comfortable playing at this level running backs can come in and play at this level so it's it's just the wear and tear it's the attrition and and just kind of keep that keep that mileage low on him because next year he very well could be a big part of this running game well, that was going to be my next question. How do you know what you have if you don't watch him run the football? 
And I was watching it. And the reason I bring this up, yesterday they did a piece on running backs, and they were talking about Aaron Jones coming up and how much money he's eventually going to make in, in, in free agency next year if, indeed, he ends up in that direction if the Packers don't take care of him. And they said, well, they've got A.J. Dillon, but A.J. Dillon's not running the football. How do you know what you have? You don't want to let a guy like Aaron Jones go and then say, well, we've got another running back in the fold, but he may not even be your guy. You know what I mean? He may not even be anywhere near as productive. The, the running part of this position is, is kind of the natural part. I mean, when we talk about running backs transitioning to the NFL, it's pass pro. It's can the guy run routes out of the backfield and be a receiver. These guys are born runners. So, it, you know, it, it, there's things in practice that you can do from a receiving standpoint and, and sud periods from a pass pro standpoint to give you an idea there. But, yeah, obviously, if you're not going to run the football a lot, there's not a lot of true evaluation on running the ball, but you look at the way he's built, the way he moves. Is, is he reading his keys the right way? Um, is he able to read his keys and not become too robotic, be be fluid and, and smooth um, and natural with, with the way that he's able to blend his keys in with with, with his running ability? All those things, they, they, they can be evaluated in practice. It's the finish of a play that – that is hard when, when there's impossible, really, when, when, when there's not live tackling to evaluate. And it's the finish of the play that you would feel really good with 250-pound A.J. Dillon being able to do. So, um, no, they, clearly it's not a 100% evaluation, um, but there's a lot that they can do to get a good read on, on a projecting a guy going forward. What about uh, the use of him in short yardage situations? Uh, we have seen, and I, we talked about this again. Uh, one, trust. Two, uh, Matt Lafleur alluded to the fact that he needs to run behind his pads, which means he has to kind of lower the lower the shoulders a little bit and get the momentum moving forward and not be so upright. But even in those particular situations where he's a bigger, more bruising back than what Aaron Jones is, they're not using him there either. And do you see, is there a specific reason, has Matt LaFleur ever said specifically, this is the reason we're not going to use him in these particular cases? You know, Matt LaFleur has constantly said that they need to get A.J. Dillon more involved, and then they, they just haven't. You know, short yardage, Jamal Williams is the short yardage back. He, he's been good at short yardage since he's come into to, to this offense. Um, you know, he's he's a guy that uh, you you feel good about as as a veteran taking care of the football. And then AJ or Aaron Jones, he, he might be small, but I mean, have, have we ever seen a small running back with as as good of a nose for for that marker, especially near the goal line, as Aaron Jones? I mean, it's been a long time. There are very few who who have that nose for the end zone in in that short yardage like like Aaron Jones does. Um, so so you know they've. You know they, they they've 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 been able to to again go with those two guys and and I would imagine that it's probably going to be much of the same when when AJ Dillon gets off the COVID list. Defensively speaking, um, give me your thoughts, Montrevious Adams. His season comes to an end after the toe injury. Uh, I had said uh, I don't know if people want to label the word bust to his name, but as a third-round draft choice, some of the injuries and the fact that he hasn't had a ton of productivity, even though he was, as Kenny Clark put, more active, a lot of energy this year and such, uh, you know, he's just he's not giving you the splash plays. He's not giving you enough statistics, I think, to make, uh, you know, the third-round draft choice just worthy, you know, justified. What's tough for Montrevious Adams is that before this toe injury that that's end of the season prematurely he he was he was playing well he, he he was getting better he was he was being productive and and disruptive um he wasn't being a force or or dominant by any means um but he he was 
he was pitching in. He was contributing to this defensive line, and this is a defensive line that behind Kenny Clark needs all the contribution it can get. It needs all the help it can get. And, and Montrevious Adams was part of the solution. He was helping. Um, so it, it, it hurts, the, the, this defense. Uh, it's not anywhere near the same, obviously, as losing a Kenny Clark or anything like that, but it, it, it is impactful. Um, as a whole, you know, Montrevious Adams, uh, you know, the, the bus label is, is obviously a harsh label, but the reality is that as a third-round pick, they, they had grander plans for him in, in this defense as a guy that has tremendous athletic ability, very twitchy athlete great get-off, great size-speed combination, and just never really saw the dominant plays that, that they'd hoped as a third-round pick. Uh, never got that kind of contribution over the, the four years. So it's going to be interesting to see where his career goes from here. Um, I think that he's shown this year, this year that he, he, while he's not uh, a big splash play guy, he, he is an NFL defensive lineman. So um, he's going to have a future in, in this league, uh, at least getting another chance. Whether that's in Green Bay, somewhere else, that remains to be seen. Real quick before I let you go, obviously they're going to be uh, Mitch Trubisky is going to be under center, uh, no Nick Foles. D- do you see other than turnovers any way the Green Bay Packers lose this contest? No, uh, it's 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 hard. Now, Bill, I've I've said this before about Packers Bears. I remember five years ago on Thanksgiving night, 2015, uh, the the night that Bart Starr came back to watch Brett Favre's jersey retired on the facade of Lambeau Field thinking there's no way that on this night the Packers are going to lose this game and and sure enough they did so it can happen but no it's this off this Bears offense is so bad if this Packers defense can't have a real confidence boost this week then their problems are are far greater than than what any of us had had imagined and I, I think that we know that this is a a mediocre Packers defense, but if they can't if they can't stand up against this Bears offense, there, there's some very serious problems. So, uh, no, I, I I find it hard to, to to see the Bears coming into Lambeau Field and, and winning this game. Um, keep in mind too, Bill, Matt Lafleur is almost through two season series, never once lost back to back games. I don't think that'll happen again. I completely agree with you, Ryan. Appreciate it as always. We'll talk again next week. Okay. All right. Have a good weekend. Appreciate it, pal. You too. There you go. And that is Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette, brought to you by Thomas Marola Law Offices. Divorce, child custody, and other family law needs. Go with the experience. Go with the personal service. Personal service. He won't hand you off to anybody else. And somebody who's, who's been doing it a while, that's our good buddy Thomas Marola, online at marolalaw.net, M-A-R-O-L-A, marolalaw.net, or call him, 414-327-5800. That is 414 414- Three two seven fifty eight hundred. Thomas is a great guy. I can't recommend him enough. When we come back yesterday, as we'd stated in the first hour, was uh, well, it was unappetizing. I'll tell you what I'm talking about. Coming up next on the Bill Michael Show. Border to border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. The weather's going to get a little bit colder. Next weekend, it's supposed to be uh, quite a bit colder, like in the 30s for the highs. And you've got a little bit of time left. The end of the month is approaching. And now through the end of the month, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin making it easier to say yes 
at that initial consultation with 5% same-day offer savings right then and there. So if you're thinking about new windows and doors, and I say it all the time, four reasons you want to buy new windows and doors. One, the beautify of your home, the ease of use, okay? If you're cranking open windows and doors that don't open easy, they don't close, whatever, you know what I'm talking about. If you've, if you've got craptastic windows and doors, you, you know what they are, okay? That's the first thing, beautifying the home. Second thing, economical. You know, you start to make, you, you keep the heat in in the wintertime, you keep the heat out in the summertime. It's economical. The third thing is the value to your home. You know, it makes your home more valuable. If you can plan on possibly selling your home over the next year, two years, three years, five years, whatever, new windows and doors uh, make it more valuable. And then four, security. You know, that's in today's day and age, you know, you're worried about people coming in. You're worried about maybe that stick in the door isn't going to hold or your windows don't crank tight and they don't close properly. Maybe you can pry them open with your fingers. I know growing up as a kid, I used to have that one window in my mom and dad's house, even after the windows and doors were put in. And they got my mom and dad got a real discount deal. And the one window never closed right. You could always open it up and always get in the house. That's how, <laughs> that's how when you sneak out at night, you come back in. So you don't want that. You know, you want to be able to say, my house is 100% secure. Check out our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Get your free consultation right now. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Or you can stop into the amazing uh, Pella Experience Centers, Brookfield, Green Bay, now in Madison as well, and discover just how easy it can be to say yes to Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. And go to PellaWI.com. I had mentioned this uh, a little while ago when I was talking with uh, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette as well, and I had put this on on Twitter yesterday. And is there a team that you feel should play every Thanksgiving in place of the Detroit Lions? And I bring this up because yesterday, again, we watched the Detroit Lions just – they got beat up by uh, – Deshaun Watson and the the Houston Texans, and they're just inept. It's just it, – it's, it's you've got two perennial Hall of Famers that have stepped away from that franchise because they just suck. They should not have the Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving Day anymore. I know if you live in Detroit, you would be up in arms because that's your day, that's your tradition. You've got your, you know, your holiday parade and all that kind of – that's fine. Have it. But the world does not want to look at your franchise anymore. I'm sorry. Nobody does. Detroit's just bad. Just a bad football team and a bad franchise. And until they get to the nine-win plateau, they should not be on prime on that prime time anymore on a standalone day like Thanksgiving. It's just not appetizing. You're sitting there going, nah. You know, you start watching other things. If you're a real football enthusiast, you're watching it, you know, certain plays, maybe a big hit, you know, how did he catch that, that type of thing. But beyond that, there's nothing to it that makes you go, oh, God, yeah, I got to do this. I got to sit down and watch that. No, no, nothing at all. Nope. Nope, not going to happen. Not going to happen. So uh, that was my takeaway from yesterday. And uh, I saw a lot of same old, same old out of the Dallas Cowboys. Now, I try as I sat there and watched the Dallas game, and I tried to, you know, I started to feel myself going, "Oh my God, what are you doing?" And then some of the calls that Mike had, uh, Mike McCarthy had. I'm, I, but I'm also remembering their strength and conditioning coach basically died in the facility. 
They rushed him to the hospital. He wasn't doing well. He passed away on Wednesday. So I was kind of taking that into consideration. You don't know what the what the level of of grief is in the organization and where your minds are at and such. So uh, I tried to take that into consideration yesterday, but um, it was tough. I mean, the, Andy Dalton is a step slow and a second late and does not does not throw the ball the way he once did, not nearly as good. Um, you know, some of the calls, the end of rounds, the wheel routes and such, and uh, the jet sweep and, and stuff that Mike was running, none of it was working. And they did it three, four times in that game. None of it was working. And they kept doing it. And then they did it on that fourth down deep in their own territory play. So it was like, man, what are you doing? So that was a, that was a tough game to watch. And then you saw, obviously, Andy Dalton get picked off and uh, it get taken into the end zone. And I get it. You know, it just it was just a bad, bad deal. But nevertheless, that was uh, Thanksgiving yesterday. And I've said now for the last couple of years, I think, and maybe you're with me, who knows, but the last couple of years I've said, you know what, no, you should not, should not, should not anymore, any longer have, uh, have Detroit on Thanksgiving Day. You've had more recent success from Dallas than you've had from Detroit. Detroit has just been historically bad. So, anyway, that's yeah, my take, just my thoughts. 855-830-8648. You can, uh, you can give me your thoughts. Happy to take them. Uh, this is from Joe. Joe writes in one of his email inbox. 100% agree with you. It is nauseating to watch the Detroit Lions try to do anything that resembles football. They should have fired their head coach last year. They didn't. They hang on to these pathetic people. That franchise will never be good. The Fords need to sell the team. Um, they, they have tried. You know, Matt Patricia came in with a lot of pomp and circumstance. It's just they have tried, and it's just it's it's you know between Matt Millen being their general manager and really not making good moves, and then the the hirings that they have had for their head coach. It just it has not been. Uh, it is not obviously the the obvious is the results. It has not been successful at all. Uh, Art says took a lot of pleasure yes, yesterday watching Jerry Jones put his face in his hands with his mask on. <laughs> we knew what he was muttering under his breath. Uh, we probably did. Probably did. You're probably right there, no doubt. 855-830-8648. I give you the phone number because, again, 855-830-8648. Time to get in your phone calls regarding fantasy football. Kate Majuk is going to be joining us, and I know there's still some more games coming up this weekend, including the game with Pittsburgh and the Baltimore Ravens that was supposed to happen last night. But now we find out Lamar Jackson not playing in this contest. So you might be looking for a quarterback. He will not be playing because of COVID. So now you got to go to the backup. How much does that change things, uh, whether it's a receiver or whether it's your quarterback position? So now you got some things, uh, got some questions out there, and Kate Maju can answer them for you. Start giving us a call. Start lighting the lines where they're available, 855-830-8648, 855 and we got fantasy football coming up. Uh, also, I uh, want to remind you that uh, the holidays are here. We know that. Guys are getting ready for the holiday season. There's parties and traveling and gifts and such. And let's face it, 
if you're the old, tired, grunchy, grumpy guy, they're going to call you the Grinch. It's probably low T or low testosterone. My friends over at Newmont Medical Center, they can help you out with that. All you got to do is give them a call. They can help you out with energy. You can enjoy all that the holidays have to offer. And when it comes to gift giving, what better gift can you give your partner than a healthy love life and you? The medical medical experts at Newmont Medical Center, they've got a 98% success rate at treating guys with ED without the nasty side effects of the pills or the creams. And I know there's a lot of great food out there, just like yesterday, and you don't want to put on the pounds. And if you start to put on the pounds, you want to take them off. The all-in-one weight loss program, the vitamin supplements, everything that they have is fantastic. And, yes, it works. In fact, you can be on your way to a brand-new slimmer you into the new year. So call the medical experts at Newmel Medical Center, 414-455-4451. 414-455-4451 for all their locations. 414 455 Four four five one. Kate Majuk, fantasy football next on the Bill Michael Show. Sixteen stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back to the program. We are glad to have you. Thanks so much for taking a listen to us this portion of the program. Brought to you by good friends over there at Quick Trip. What's for dinner? Quick Trip is. They've got some meals just like mom would make. And maybe not today. Maybe you're still doing a leftover thing. But coming up this weekend, you got some football to pay attention to. You can uh, stop into your friends at Quick Trip. Use your Quick Rewards card. You are good to go. So when you ask what's for dinner, the answer is Quick Trip. It's that simple. Check out Quick Trip and go to Quick Trip and use that Quick Rewards card. You're good to go. 855-830-8648. Give us a shout. Uh, we got some fantasy football for you. Kate Majuk joining us. Kate, how you been? I'm good. I'm still stuffed from yesterday, but at least we got a, a couple of football games in before the uh, the daunted COVID canceling. Hopefully we have a good slate of games ahead of us this week. Uh, hoping everybody stays safe and, and we don't miss out on any more good football. Yeah, tell me about it. Everybody wants to get some football in this weekend, and uh, you've got a quarterback already, Lamar Jackson, not uh, not going to be participating. So is there a quarterback out there that you would say, you know what, you may want to go in this direction because uh, your, starter, your starter may be Lamar Jackson, and you may not have uh, him, you don't have him available? You know, I'm actually, uh, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see what uh, Carson Wentz can do this week. I know he's had a, a few down weeks. He has not looked good uh, in terms of, of his playing or his decision-making. Lots of turnovers. But against the Seattle Seahawks defense, um, they've been letting up some, some big games through the air. Uh, I'm sort of intrigued to see what he can do in prime time and, and see if we can get some, some garbage time points for him. Um, I, I think he, he's going to put up some garbage. I don't know if he'll, he'll be able to generate some turnovers or not. Uh, but but I'm hopeful we'll, we'll see a good game out of Carson Wentz. He's actually been a decent fantasy producer, as bad as he has looked on the field. So I'm I'm hopeful there. All right, uh, Debo Samuel or Nelson Aguilar uh, coming up in a PPR league. I'm actually going to lay up Nelson Aguilar, which is so crazy after Ezekiel uh, Philly after the year he had last year. Um, he's had 13 targets over the last two games, seven catches. Uh, he's had. Many, many booms. The, the floor is definitely, uh, I think, a bit lower for Aguilar, but the ceiling, I think, is, is much higher. So I think if you're, you need a boom play this week, it's got to be Aguilar. 
Uh, Earl says, Matt Ryan playing against the Raiders or Justin Herbert against the Bills in Buffalo? I'm going to go with Justin Herbert. I absolutely love this kid. He's got wheels. Um, Buffalo's not quite as daunting as we've seen, but uh, Justin Herbert, he's been on too hot of a streak, I think, to sit at this point. Um, you know, top five in the league in passing yards per game. He's been making good decisions. He's got the legs to, to do it on the ground, too. Um, I, I love Justin Herbert in this matchup, and I think uh, it's going to be a scoring fest for his including to throw the ball plenty. Uh, Jason says Murray or Brady this weekend. He says, I'm more apt to play Murray because he's playing against the Patriots, not nearly as good as defense, but Tom Brady has always been my go-to. And he says, since he's taken on the Chiefs defense, uh, I don't see a victory out of Brady. What are your thoughts? I would roll with Kyler Murray. I do think this is sort of a perfect game script for him to uh, be able to run. The only concern I have for Murray and something we need to watch through the weekend, um, he's dealing with a little bit of a shoulder injury in his throwing arm. Sounds like he's going to be okay for the game. As long as he's active, uh, I'm, wor- I'm rolling with Murray. I just think the, the rushing upside for him is, is just too perfect, uh, and the, the ceiling's too high. Uh, in a uh, got to pick one in a PPR: Justin Jefferson, Chase Claypool, or AJ Brown. I'm going to roll with AJ Brown. I think that uh, you know I'm I'm sort of avoiding all Steelers unless you're, you're fantasy football league has a really good contingency plan. Um, you know they're facing up against the Colts defense, which is not an easy matchup by any means. But uh, you know I, I do think that AJ Brown is that type of player that really just needs one. One nice catch uh, to make your fantasy week. Um, Utilize in the red zone for me. I think he's got a, a nice shot at a, a, at least a score this week. Uh, another one, Devontae Parker or Mike Williams in a PPR? I love both of these guys this week, but I'm going to roll with Mike Williams. Uh, I know I said I was just high on, on Justin Herbert, but part of being high on Justin Herbert is loving the weapons that he's got. Uh, the Bills, outside of Trevis White, haven't uh, been the, the shutdown defense that they were uh, in 2020 or 2019. Excuse me. And uh, Mike Williams, he is a big, big play kind of guy. Uh, he's looks fantastic. He's been getting a, a nice target share. I'm rolling with him. Uh, this one is Stephon Diggs or DeAndre Hopkins. Boy, if you got both of those on your team, you're doing really, really well, by the way. Yes, you've got to play both of them. you got to find a way to get both of those guys in your lineup. But, uh, you know, I think given the uh, given the Kyler Murray injury and the fact that uh, Hopkins and Diggs have had a pretty similar feeling around this time of uh, year, I'm, I'm going to roll with Diggs, but both of these guys need to be in the lineup. Uh, Jason wants to know Cole Beasley or Mike Davis? PPR. Uh, Cole Beasley. This is a great, uh, great game, great matchup. John Brown has been ruled out. When John Brown's been out of the lineup, uh, Josh Allen has just looked to Cole Beasley over and over uh, for you know to move the chains, get those first downs. He's a PPR machine. Um, he's had uh, two games in the last four weeks with over ten targets. You got to roll with it. And uh, then, uh, question: How worried uh, should people be regarding uh, Todd Gurley about Todd Gurley this week? I'm concerned. Um, you know, it could just be a management thing. He hasn't practiced at all this week. Um, you know, we haven't heard anything necessarily about a, a specific injury that was suffered. Uh, but I'm definitely concerned. If you are, you know, the, the Todd Gurley manager in your league, 
you got to check waivers for Brian Hill uh, and, and see if you can get him onto your team as a, a nice insurance policy for Todd Gurley. You never know what you're going to get. Could be maintenance, you know, rough for him, but uh, I don't think we'll have a great idea until Sunday. Uh, Kathy says Nick Chubb against the Jaguars or um, or Derrick Henry against that Colts defense. Oh, you got to play both of them. Got to these. I will say your your listeners have got some fantastic, fantastic options. Um, let's see, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb. I want to play both, but uh, I got to roll Derrick Henry. The ceiling is sky high. Uh, you know he's not really uh, utilized in the passing game either, but. Uh, Henry's the man there. You never know when you're going to see Kareem Hunt uh, out-touch Nick Chubb on any given week. Um, they make a great one-two punch, but Henry's the man. i got to roll with him. And then last one, Derek Carr or Carson Wentz, both playing poorer defenses this week. I like Derek Carr, actually. Uh, kid's been actually blowing it out of the water. He's been playing clean football. Uh, anybody who watched him play the Chiefs last week, uh, you had to leave that game pretty impressed. Uh, receivers have been looking good. Nelson Aguilar, everybody's been catching the ball for this kid, um, that, taking shots down the field. I'm rolling with him, and it's the, the uh, Atlanta defense. Boy, oh, boy, uh, they could use some help. So I, I think Carr's got it in him for a good game this week. Okay, that's it. Good stuff as always, and we will talk again next week on a more regular week, okay? Thanks so much. Have a good one. Appreciate it. You too. There you go. Kate Majuk uh, joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80 plus years. 85 plus years. They've been doing it. Call them 844 Pride or go to SchneiderJobs.com. 844 Pride or go to SchneiderJobs.com. This portion of the program being brought to you by our friends at Epoxy Flooring. Done right. Sean and the gang. They do wonderful things over there, and all you got to do is get a hold of them. Go to epoxyflooringdoneright.com. That's epoxyflooringdoneright.com. they got a good Facebook page, too. You can see the before and afters in a lot of different shots, whether it's homeowners, business, industrial, whatever. Go to epoxyflooringdoneright.com. That's epoxyflooringdoneright.com. Um, Tavon Austin. Huh. Maybe as a punt returner? How about that? Talk about that coming up next on The Bill Michael Show. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veteran Services Department. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. It's the Packers and the Bears, Sunday night football here at Lambeau Field. Bears quarterback Nick Foles did not practice yesterday, still dealing with a hip injury, so expect Mitch Trubisky under center. He was benched week three against the Falcons. The only snap Trubisky has had since then was a three-yard run against the Saints, resulting in a shoulder injury that shut him down for two weeks. For Green Bay, add wide receiver Marquez Valdez-Scantling to the list. Yesterday, MVS tweaked his Achilles. During individual drills with the media present, Devontae Adams did not practice, resting a sore ankle. Center Corey Lindsley was limited. Will Adams and Lindsley be able to go Sunday night? 
Matt LaFleur. I do think that those guys will be able to go. I know it's a process. Uh, We'll see where they're at. We're hopeful that Corey can make it back. I think Tay, we're going to be cautious with him. And, you know, both those guys are such an important part of our team. On defense, the Packers' Josh Jackson is going through the concussion protocol, and the team is letting in about 500 family and friends to Lambeau for Sunday night's game. But safety Adrian Amos says playing in empty stadiums is still a strange environment to be in. Without fans, it's... It's, it's just different. You know, we, we've been playing. Well, take somebody like me. I came from Penn State in a place where we have 110,000 fans, and I haven't played with, you know, less than what you've been saying, what, 50,000, 60,000 fans since since high school. That's Packers safety Adrian Amos in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Welcome back to the program, and uh, we've been telling you for a while now from our friends over there at the Biofuels Association that if you're out cruising around, and maybe you went to Grandma's house or friend's house, or maybe they came to yours. If you're out cruising around out there, you can still do – one thing we have found during this pandemic is we really do try to support local, and if you uh, go with Unleaded 88 or E85, you are doing everything you can, uh, for the most part, uh, easily – to help the farmers and the manufacturers and the truck drivers and the dispensaries here in the area and keeping the money here in our own backyard as well, not for just Wisconsin, but the upper Midwest and all the farmers and the corn growers out there. So, look, if you want to do something environmentally conscious, if you still would like to do something that's going to save you a little bit of pain at the pump, help the farmers out, don't miss this chance to be an advocate for Wisconsin farmers, Minnesota, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, Michigan, all of them. Uh, go to abetterfuel.org and learn all about ethanol and putting that in your vehicle. In your vehicle, if it's newer than 2001, chances are you can use it, and it's, there's no harmful side effects and such. All you got to do is go and get all the facts, dispel all the myths, and get all the facts. Go to abetterfuel.org. That is abetterfuel.org. Uh, the Green Bay Packers uh, going after a speedy veteran with experience in the gadget-type role, if you will. Uh, according to the league transaction wire, the Packers working out Tavon Austin, uh, a first-round pick back in 2013. He's got 411 career touches on offense, 200 combined punt and kick returns as well, and uh, he's got that workout coming with Green Bay. He's 29 years old but uh, has spent time last year with San Francisco, even this year. He was released from the uh, injured reserve list on October 27th. He had played in 75 games over five seasons with the Rams and 21 games over the last couple of seasons with the Dallas Cowboys as well. Uh, The Packers could use him as a player capable of providing that spark on special teams, on offense, Uh, potentially uh, a lot like Tyler Irvin in that similar role. And uh, Austin has 215 career receptions, 2,006 yards, 15 touchdowns, 196 rushing attempts. So, uh, he's not a big dude. He's only 5'8", but he ran the 40 and 4'3", uh, coming out of West Virginia. And maybe uh, they just want to update their information on Austin just in case, uh, you know, Irvin, who has dealt with several injuries already this season, suffers yet another issue over the final six weeks. So maybe you put Austin on the roster and, and uh, you, you know, got the potential to replace uh, maybe Darius Shepard, who fumbled away a, a kickoff last week in Indianapolis. So uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens, and uh, if, if the Packers are able to 
to sign him to a deal. And then, you know, uh, the Packers are also going to work out defensive lineman Brian Price, as you heard, who the team originally signed as an undrafted free agent in 2016, just trying to add some depth because Montrevious Adams down with that toe. And he's not going to be back anytime soon, obviously. So uh, you've got uh, some guys you want to take a look at and see if you can add a few pieces. And who knows, maybe you catch lightning in a bottle and, uh, and you know, go from there. How the uh, fuck does that benefit so, the Reds? Yeah, it doesn't benefit them at all. Not at all. But I get it. you always got to ask those questions. So uh, when we come back after the top of the hour, we're going to get back into the discussion regarding the Green Bay Packers and the uh, Bears coming up this weekend at Lambeau Field. So two things, two things we want to get into. One, uh, if you're going to look at one particular matchup, what that matchup might be when it comes to the Packers and the Bears, what the one thing or two things the Packers have to do to get the win. And then secondly, uh, prediction time. Time to get into the scores. Is this team a rivalry game? Do you look at this as a rivalry game? and say, you know what, throw the record books out the window, this is going to be a close game, or do you say, you know what, the Packers are going to end up winning this thing big. Matt LaFleur has not lost twice in a row uh, as the Packers head coach. I mean, all these different things come into play. We're going to get into that discussion coming up here in the next hour as well. Also, Eric Baranchek of the Green Bay Press-Gazette is going to join us. We'll have the new male heads of place of the week. So for the next half an hour, it is going to be your phone calls, your thoughts about this matchup, about this game coming up on Sunday Night Football, prime time edition of the Packers and the Bears, and the Packers going for their 100th win in this rivalry as they hold the edge on the Chicago Bears as well. We'll give you all the details on that when we come back. But uh, give us some of the things that you think that the Packers will do or need to do to win this one and give me your score, give me your pick in this contest. Unless, of course, you think that uh, the Packers playing the Bears, they're right for the pickings, and maybe the Bears are going to come here and get a win. Suddenly they get a spark back from a guy who's trying to make a name for himself all over again, and Mitch Trubisky. So who knows? Because Mitch Trubisky is going to be the guy under center. It's not going to be Nick Foles after Nick Foles was carted off the field in their last contest. And, by the way, this is also a game in which the Packers are playing after coming off of that contest in, uh, against Indianapolis. But Matt Nagy and crew, they had a bye last week. So the Packers are dealing with a team yet again where they buy. So how ready will the uh, Chicago Bears be to take on their rival? So we'll get into that discussion when we come back. we got a half an hour of phone calls coming up. Hopefully you're a part of it on this Black Friday edition of the Bill Michaels Show. Stay tuned. This portion of the program uh, brought to you by our good friends over there at Bud Light and Bud Light Seltzer. Hey, don't forget, coming up after the game on Sunday night, we also have the Green and Gold postgame show. Gary Ellison, yours truly. Going to be talking about that matchup, giving you our analysis, taking all your reaction as well, whether it's on this particular station that you're listening to us on or on the Radio.com app or go to BillMichaelSports.com. You're going to hear it. That is all next to the Bill Michael Show. Wisconsin-wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh. 